1: And streaming live all across America. This is Home Talk USA with Michael King, where we will discuss topics pertaining to your home with industry leading experts. Michael King is a licensed general contractor with more than 30 years of experience in home improvements and the author of Contracting with the King. Join us this hour for our segment, Invent America, with your co-host, the inventor lady, Rita Crompton. Discover what's next in the home improvement industry and explore new products and innovations. Or if you have that next great big idea, learn what it takes to bring your invention to the world. As Michael King and Rita Crompton talk to America's inventors and innovators. Remember, the America of tomorrow is being invented today. We invite you to visit us at HomeTalkUSA.com, one of the best resources for home improvement information around today. Your best life begins with your best home, and there's no place like Home Talk. That's HomeTalkUSA.com. And now, we proudly present Invent America from the number one home improvement radio program in the country, Home Talk USA, with your host, the Cajun contractor, Michael King, and his co-host, the Inventor Lady, Rita Crompton yeah
2: hey welcome America that's right. This is the um Event America show part of the home talk u s a radio family. We talk to inventors from around the globe uh we talk about the process uh where me and my co host we actually go out there and we travel the roads and look for the products of the future uh the great ideas and how you take uh, Uh, A a product from an idea to the drawing paper to the um, patent process legal process nobody ever thinks about the marketing process and that's what we're going to talk about today also but uh, I'd like to welcome to the show right now my co-host Rita Crompton the inventor lady herself fresh off the national hardware show we are kind of getting back and uh, getting uh, getting our uh, legs uh, beneath us again. Rita, welcome to the show, Rita.
0: Thank you so much, Michael. It's always a pleasure. And you're exactly right. We always learn things at the show. And so our topic today is about what we refer to as barriers to entry. Um, But kind of in layman's turn, what it means is the issue that a particular industry has for allowing a new product to hit the shelves.
2: Yeah, that's another thing we need to talk about because you might have that next great idea, but it's the the process of really trying to get it licensed and get it to the market that you might have some other snags that you might not know about, you know?
0: Exactly. I mean, next week we're going to talk about how you do your own market research because that was another thing that we talked about at the show quite a bit. But today it's really about those, those, those challenges for a particular industry. Um, let me give you an example. For a pet product of the shelf space in those big pet areas, the PetSmart, the Pet.com. It is owned by maybe four or five companies in the country. And so if you don't get their attention, those stores are not going to put your product on the, sh- the shelf space. So what do you do? It's not that you don't do your product. It's how do you get around that? Um, years ago, we had a product, and they then, it's like, all right, who would use this product? And so when we started talking about it, holy cow, they went to the doggy daycare centers. It was picked up by the whole national chain of doggy daycares. And so they were selling it on Amazon and the doggy daycares. So knowing the challenge helps you get around the challenge.
2: That's really a good point. Um, but um, so tell us a little bit about the show we got planned today.
0: All right. So our first I- guest today is... Tim Hewlett, and he's going to talk about what he learned at the show. And then um, our our expert, Michael Miller, he was the one at the show that said, all right, Tim, this is a cool product. Everybody loves it, but let's talk about this issue that you've got. And then our second guest is going to be Jasmine, and her name is Jasmine Sturr. She invented her own home health care product that would deal with her issue, but she's got a completely different barrier to entry. And so every industry is going to have some kind of barrier to entry, and our job is to help those inventors out there understand what they might be.
2: And uh, so you have a, its a, its a really um, a multi-purpose show today, right? You have, uh, and then you got Michael Miller coming on later on in the show, also, right, Mike? Right,
0: because on the other side of things, where I help inventors get through the process, Michael was the one that, you know, Danko owned all the shelf space at Home Depot. If you couldn't get Danko's attention, you weren't going to get into Home Depot. So he's got a very personal, you know, experience with this barrier to entry topic. And like I said, he was the one that pointed out the one that um, Tim has to deal with for a loom ladder so he's our, our expert in multiple ways today. Um kind of our our go to guy to help inventors understand, you know, that there are issues out there and how best to deal with them.
2: So we have Tim Hewlett, who uh he was on the show before, the latter inventor. And then Jasmine right. Stir. We're gonna talk about home health care, I think,
0: right? And right. Michael Miller. Yep. Wow. Yep. We're what gonna got? start broadening out besides just what we would see at home, you know, the National Hardware Show now that it's over, that there's a lot of other Um, industries that our regular inventors invent for. So we want to start, you know, giving them their due.
2: And, um, okay, so um, tell us a little bit about your website again, Uh, you know, how people can really uh, get on the show. Okay. Okay.
0: Go to Inventor Lady and click on that button that is right under the Inventor Lady logo that says, would you like to be on the show? And then fill it in, Um, it shoots right back to me, and that way then we can start kind of putting these different people that have asked to be on the show in the right category. So what we do is we set a topic for the day and then I go out and look for those inventors that would be able to talk about that issue. And so we've got, you know, some coordination to it. I can line up the right expert for that, that inventor. Um But it's real easy. And then we send out, um you can see what your local channel is. Uh, we've got all kinds of links um, on, on the website so that you can, Get the answers you want, and if you can't find it, just send me an email, and one of the team will get back to you and answer the questions.
2: Well, I'll tell you what I know. Uh, we had a great time at the National Hardware Show, and we—I um, think—what you had twenty-five um, inventors there. We and then, did. Uh, so how? Uh, I know you're setting up for next year, right? We're going to talk about that probably in upcoming weeks. Uh, we want we you to will. get you, yeah, get your space up in the future.
0: You know, so absolutely because we're. we're going to be organizing our space differently um, just to get the better traffic going through it. We were in an ideal location last year. We want the people to be able to walk through easily, so there will be different different aisles within our own booth, which will be kind of exciting. And um, you're, you're exactly right. I've had a lot of people who were just walking the show last year that have asked to go with us. So we'll start getting that news out there, and a lot of the inventors who were in our booth want to go with us again. It's always exciting when, you know, we get off one and we're ready to start going on the the next one. So we laid out, you know, kind of our floor plan for our booth, um, getting all of that signed up, signed the contract already. Uh, So we will be there. We will be in West Hall next year instead of uh, North Hall, South Hall that we were in this year. So we'll be back in the new building. It was a wonderful building. We were there twice before. And you know that because you were broadcasting. Okay, I've got a classic question for you. Are you going to be broadcasting from our booth next year?
2: Of course.
0: Oh, well, all right
2: then. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that advertised. You got to get that advertised. Hey, I am going to be staying at your mansion. So what are you talking there about? There you, you know?
0: go. There <laughs> you go.
2: I would say say, say you rented you rented mansion. <laughs>
0: yes, it is a rented rented house. So yes, uh, um, we would we would love to have you. Oh, Although man. we might we might we might get you to do a little Elvis for us.
2: There you go, Barbara. All right, Barbara. Okay. All right, well, <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a short break. That's right. Uh, we're gonna have an uh, upcoming guest and topic. This is the. Uh, Invent America show, part of the Home Talk USA radio family. We're going to come back with our first guest, our first topic right here. Don't forget, we are streaming live on the Worldwide Web at HomeTalkTV.com. That's HomeTalkTV.com. You can also go to the Genus Communication Radio Network at GCNlive.com. And finally, if you can't catch us there, can't catch us there, you can always go to the Inventa Lady website herself, InventaLady.com. So right here... On the Home Improvement Broadcasting Network, we're going to be right back. Yay! With our first guests.
1: USA with Michael King. Do you have questions about your next home improvement project or home repairs? Now you can chat with verified home repair and home improvement experts in just minutes. Get the help you need by visiting HomeTalkUSA.com. One of the best resources for home improvement information around today. Your best life begins with your best home, and there's no place like Home Talk. That's HomeTalkUSA.com. And now, back to Invent America, from the number one home improvement radio program in the country, Home Talk USA, with your host, the Cajun contractor, Michael King, and his co-host, the inventor lady, Rita Crompton.
2: Yeah, that's right, don't forget, I am the originator, not the duplicator. Please, don't accept no substitutions. Man, I was green before green was even cold. Welcome to uh, the edition of the Invent America show, along with my co-host, uh, the inventor lady herself, Rita Crompton. Rita, we're we going to be talking a little
0: about home health care, huh? We are. You know, over the years, I've dealt with a lot of different home health care products. And so I figured now after the show, it's time to kind of branch out a little bit and give those inventors a chance to be on Invent America as well, because a lot of people have issues. And our next guest is Jasmine Stir. Jasmine, thank you so much for joining us. It's good to be here. And Jasmine, she's got a a, a home health care issue. Um, she has a stoma and suffered for years dealing with that, that chemical reaction um, of that against her skin. And after years of research and due diligence, came up with a way of dealing with it that basically alleviated the problem. Jasmine, tell us a little bit about what it, your product actually does for people. Yeah, so, okay, so I have um, a feeding tube stoma called a
3: jejunostomy. It's a surgical opening that goes directly into my small intestine, so it can bypass my stomach, and that's how I take medication and how I also get some food. But um, while the stoma is airtight on the outside, like, it won't let anything in, um, unless I put, like, through the tube, like, the actual stoma is sealed, so water can't get in there or anything. But it leaks out intestinal fluid, bile, which is caustic to the skin. It breaks down the skin. Um, and, you know, I got this in 2016, years and years, um, it just, the leakage just constantly was burning my skin. Um, there are some products out there on the market that are for, um, like, colonoscopy bags, but they didn't work right for my issue, and um, they also caused a lot of irritation, and they would, like, to my skin. So what I did was, I'm a chemist by training, um, I have a Bachelor's of Science in Chemistry, and um, I... What I did was, um, you know, spend about six months digging through the chemistry, trying to figure out something that I could make that would alleviate my issues. So I ended up creating a stoma powder, and what it does is you put it around the opening of the stoma, and anything that leaks out of it, it soaks up that fluid and pulls it away from the skin, and that way it can't burn you. And then it, like, gels. It has some gelling agents, so it gels up, um, and it will stick to just, like, a, a cloth that you can put, like, a, a, a gauze barrier cloth yeah. that you can put
0: around it, so Keeps it away from the skin, and then that okay. um, prevents burns. Um, I don't have a lot of experience in using that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. I know there are millions of people in this country and around the yeah. world who do have the, the issue. And so, even though you're using basically over-the-counter. Type Of materials, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these have been approved, they've been approved by the yes. FDA, however, they're being as so. Soon every as you single have something ingredient that touches the skin, yeah, yeah. As soon as you make something new that touches the skin, man, you've got to deal with the FDA, so that's your barrier to entry, yeah. That is,
3: you know, every single ingredient in my um, formula is either um, a food product or a, um, a cosmetic product that is used all the time across every industry perfectly safe for the skin but you know because the new formulation yeah it has to go through an FDA approval which is very expensive because even though we know that the ingredients are safe there's compatibility testing that has to be done um, and it qualifies as something called a class one medical device for the FDA um, which is the okay. lowest the lowest classification you know if you have something that like goes Internally, it's a very high classification. There's a lot more, you know, clinical trials and everything. Well, this one doesn't need a clinical trial. It
0: still needs to be approved um, and have some basic testing. Which right, is, and that can cost a lot of money, thing. take a lot of time. And so dealing with this is as kind of your barrier to entry or your hurdle um, to get over, being able to go ahead and license it and let a company that does this type mm-hmm. of thing deal with it is, is kind of going to be your strategy. Yes. Yeah, we
3: initially yes. looked into manufacturing, but it's just the, the cost and the, it's the time, too, especially. Because, you know, right now I have a product that needs to get out there for people um, just in basic sharing. I've had hundreds of people with stomas, nurses, everything, being like, oh, you know, we need this product. We're dealing with this now. And if I were to try to do it myself and decide a manufacturing thing, just the time and the cost alone would really delay this getting onto the market.
0: You're right. You're right. And so, you know, we found out that there are so many different industries that have their unique barrier to entry or their unique hurdle. And it's Sometimes it's just like, really? You don't realize that, you know, you're using all pre-approved, everything's on the marketplace, you're just combining it in a different way, and then all of a sudden you've got that hurdle to jump over again. And so, you know, one, I'm here to help you. You Help mm-hmm. you and your dad get over that hurdle and get it out there. Um, and so how long have you been working on this?
3: Um, so I started developing this um, around the beginning of the pandemic. This is sort of my pandemic project. Um and so um, I spent about six months developing it. Um, so for about the past year, initially when I had started, we had decided, okay, like once I made this, we're like, you know, we need to get this into the market. I didn't actually initially make this for anyone else but me, but then I realized that there's, you know, millions of people who have this issue who also need this product. Um, so once I started doing that, you know, I initially was looking at manufacturing and all of that, so that took me a while. I I went down sort of the wrong channels for a while, um, and eventually, then decided to get a patent. Uh, and so the patent took a um, four months or so just to dealing with um you know going through the process with the attorneys. We went through the patent professor it was great. Um, you know, they they were really good about getting um the right people into uh to to do the patent the people who knew about Biochemistry and about uh, medical products. Um, so once I got mm-hmm. the patent, then the next step—that um, that was the patent in December. So I spent a little bit of time sort of kind of on my own trying to reach out to companies and see. But it's just been really hard to get a foot in the door. And you know, I actually even have connections. I worked for Stanford Medicine X, and I know a lot of people um, throughout the medical industry. And even then, it's just been very difficult trying to. Get your phone
0: well, in the door. So it's been, it been is. ish Yep. It is, and I hate to cut you off, but we've no. got to go pay some bills. So Perfect. thank you so much for your time, and um, we will get you back on the air again in the future. So how looking can
2: we, forward to it. Bye-bye. Reed, how, can we, how can we reach Jasmine?
0: Or, Jasmine, you will, need, you will need to go to my website to be able to get in touch with her, and we will have her um, information up before we air.
2: Jasmine Starr, thank you for being our guest on the Event America Show. Thank you. All right, check out the Stormer Saver. She's in the process of getting it on the market. All right, we're going to have Michael Miller, right, uh, our next guest, right? He is, because he knows a lot more about this. Well, good. All right, we're going to step away. Got to pay some bills. Check out our website at HomeTalkUSA.com. All right. We're going to step away. We'll be right back. Yeah.